So if you've got a problem in your business that you'd love to go ahead and jam with me on for about 10 minutes, good news, you can get to do that. All I'm doing for the next foreseeable future here is every week I'm grabbing new reviews off my podcast on Apple Podcast and Spotify. So all you have to do is go and leave a review on Apple Podcast or Spotify, screenshot the review, send it to me in a DM on Instagram so I know it's you, and I'm randomly selecting people every single week, and I'll do this for probably a few months. And then you've got me for 10 minutes. I'll help you out with whatever you've got going on as much as I can within that 10 minutes. And all I'm asking in return is for a review. If you've enjoyed listening to the show, it's been beneficial to you whatsoever. This would mean the world to me. And I'd also love the opportunity to shoot the shit with you anyway. So guys, head on over to Apple Podcast or Spotify. Leave a review. Screenshot that shit. Send me a DM on Instagram at WTF Gym Talk. And hopefully we'll be talking soon. All right, on with the podcast. What is up, guys? It is Stu. It is another episode of the What the Fuck Gym Talk podcast. I'm actually driving to a client site for the gym real estate company right now. And uh, while I'm driving, I get a ping on the Workplace chat app. So if you work with me monthly, I have this thing called Workplace. It's a, it's a platform. It's built by Facebook. It's fucking incredible. And... Uh, anyway, there's a there's a really cool like what I call the bat phone, and that's how I audio message daily, like with clients that I work with if they have questions or we're we're having conversations about a strategy we're implementing or whatever. It's kind of like if any of you guys are old like me and you remember Nextel, like chirp walkie talkies. That's kind of how I think of it. I think of it as like my old Nextel. Anyway, this chirp just came. This you know chat just came through, and it um, is all about hiring. And I just went off on this audio message that was probably about five minutes long uh, to this client. I'm like, well, I should probably just fucking, I should probably just made that into a podcast, but it's got a little insensitive financial information in it for that individual. So I'm not going to do that. So what I'm going to do is kind of repurpose it right now while I'm in the fucking headspace of uh, thinking about this. Guys, I got to tell you, if I could find your employees, if I could, you know, get you, you know, in a position to be able to hire someone today, right now, I would, um, I would still make these podcasts. I'd still work with gym owners, but I'd, uh, uh, yeah, I'd have like some boats and maybe a plane and a helicopter just because like I would have a lot of, I'd be very, very, very well off. You have to understand the fitness industry is stupid far behind in the world of um, headhunting and recruitment. I did a vlog on this back in like 2019, maybe even 2018, where I talked about how I think the headhunting service is gonna come to the fitness industry at some point to help gym owners acquire talent for their business. Now, there have been some companies, I believe Good Good Soul Hunting is one of them, that is a um, C-suite executive talent acquisition firm for the fitness industries, but you're talking high-level C-suite executives. And then there's another one, and God damn it, I cannot remember the name. Um, I believe, where did I read it? And I think it was maybe Halo Talks um, with Pete Moore. It's a, He does a great podcast with all areas of the fitness industry that you're not going to hear in your typical probably for like in your, you know, the five like podcasts you listen to, he gets into like, 
uh, people who do VC funding into the fitness industry, uh, equity dividers, all that kind of stuff. Like really cool interviews with people that you might otherwise not bump into. Um, and he had someone on, and I apologize for drawing a blank on this. If I remember, uh, hit me, uh, you know, hit me, or just go look this up. But essentially, it is a they're college athletes, like college athletes that didn't make it. And uh, but are really interested in strength and conditioning and fitness and stuff like that, and they're placing these like high level you know athletes who sport them work out and they want to get into the fitness industry, and uh, I th- that's a really cool concept as well. But anyway, for for the average micro gym man, it, there's just fucking nothing out there. We're I mean we're literally there's from a recruiting service. Here's here's how you hire right. Here's the here's the couple steps that are guaranteed to work on a long enough timeline, all right? Number one, serendipity. I hate saying that because you're not in control of it, but someone is gonna walk in, email you, you're gonna have a conversation with a friend of a friend of a friend, and someone's going to come into your life who is what you need and has what you want, and that you have the job ready, lined up, ready to go for them, okay? So serendipity, right? Just It's gonna just happen, I don't know how, okay? Number two, the the big three for platforms, which I believe right now for job postings are LinkedIn, Indeed, and then uh, barbelljobs.com still shows to be a solid provider um, for the fitness industry, okay? From there, your business has to be posting on its own socials, in its own newsletter, at least once a week that it is looking for a position. You now need to be posting on your personal socials at least once a week that your business is looking for a position. And if you can, require, pay, or ask your employees to do the exact same thing. If you cast a net like that, I promise you within six months, you probably, probably have found someone. And some of you might be saying like, man, Stu, six months is a really long time. Yeah, it's, I'm sorry, but unfortunately the supply is low. I'm sorry, the demand is low, okay? Meaning demand for your job. Oh great, I get to be a head coach in Des Moines, Iowa and make two grand a month salary plus performance based? Awesome, right? Like there might not be, unfortunately, I'm sorry, there's not a lot of demand for a job that's paying under $50,000 a year in a base salary or some combination of base and fucking performance in which that individual is working alongside an owner who doesn't maybe seem to have it all together. Now, do not take that personally because I'm going to talk about the rest of you who do have it together. Maybe you're paying $50,000 or more. And I'm throwing $50,000 arbitrarily. I have no idea where you live. I could say 50,000 in some rural area of Texas and you're a king. I say 50,000 anywhere in the tri-state area and you're broke as fuck. So again, I'm just speaking arbitrarily here because I do not know your area and what the cost of living is. But you need to understand, you have got to have your shit together and that's ultimately what it looks like. I literally have talked with coaches. People, coaches have gotten and paid for consulting with me because they're in between three job opportunities and neither of these three job opportunities were in the same city. We're talking they would have to relocate. So 
they're looking at these job opportunities and they wanted my opinion as to which one to take. And there were pros and cons to each. And we literally we said like we got on a Q, what I call like a Q and A call, and we you know they hit me with all the information, and I we kind of went over the Q and A of of which position I thought would be best for this coach. And, but it was so interesting what they had to pick from, you know. And this coach walked in and tried, you know she get, listen kudos to her like she spent her own money. I think one of the fur one of the companies like paid to fly her down. Um, and put her up in a hotel for a night. But otherwise, she paid for her own travel. She went up and she visited these gyms. And the thing that turned her off the most about the two that she ended up not going with is the presentation of the business by the owner. Office was a fucking mess. The gym wasn't like, the gym wasn't very clean. It didn't, I mean, like, it wasn't dirty, but you would tell, like, they didn't fucking prep it for her. You ever see the videos like, you know, where um, a, a high-level high school recruit goes and visits campuses and the entire campus is trying to get him to pick that campus to play football there or whatever. And so, like, everyone is, like, prepared. Like, hey, listen, so-and-so's coming. You know, fucking every chick bangs him. Like, you get, I'm joking. You get what I mean, though. Like, all the professors like, oh, you're that guy. We'd love to have you here. Like, you know, you've seen those movies, like the program and shit like that. Like, you got to understand, you really want an employee, right, Mr. Gym Owner? But when he or she comes in for an interview with you, do you not think about putting your best fucking foot forward? You take more time thinking what you're going to wear at a fucking business seminar for the weekend that you paid to go to because other owners are in the room and you want to look a certain way or people think of you a certain way, then you care about cleaning up your fucking gym before a potential employee who's a really big deal though for you to hire. Yeah, well, I'm going to pay them. It shouldn't matter. Yeah, because that attitude's obviously working out real fucking well for you. Guys, I'm telling you, when it comes to how to hire somebody, it's very simple. You use the platforms and the posting schedule I just gave you. You let your good friend serendipity do its thing. But beyond that, here's three things you have to do. Number one, you have got to dress to impress. Meaning you need to think about what you actually have to offer and you've got to put your best foot forward. This is where, so I dropped the recent course in Microgym University, payroll reallocation. Because I truly believe most of you have bigger payroll budgets than you think. So I've been getting on a lot of calls where people are like, hey, can you look at my numbers and can we like think about how I can reallocate my payroll so I can pay someone more? 100%. So in doing this, that's what I'm talking about. I'm like, you need to find the most attractive offer. If you want like really good talent, everyone's like, I want someone I don't have to train that much. Like I want them to actually know the fitness industry or have a certain certification or want X amount of years of experience, but I can only pay them $1,800 a month, right? Like, and again, I'm not saying eighteen is or is not a lot of money. I mean, I personally don't think it's a lot of money, um, but regardless, I just, again, I'm throwing out a random number because I don't know what market you motherfuckers are in. But you, you got to put your best foot forward. You've got to, if you're like, man, I, I've heard Stu talk about fighting full-time people. I've heard what he said, you know, about Isaac and Deuce and, and, and you know, how he, you know, the only reason Urban Movement grew to the level it did and, and all is is because he f- always invested in, in people, full-time fucking people. And I believe in that, 
but I'm not willing to take the time to, to dress myself up as best possible. I'm not willing to take the time to put my best foot forward, which would mean before an interview, you know, making the place look fucking incredible, right? Letting other part-time coaches, whoever know that this individual is coming in. Like you want to put, like you do realize you're competing against other people. Those other people, those other businesses, other people, other opportunities probably might look more attractive than your thing. And even if you're like, no, I'm the best fucking attractive offer here, you still should act as if. You still should be trying to put your best foot forward and try to recruit this person. I was brought on site to a IT tech firm. They're actually the IT tech firm that I believe Rogue Fitness works with. Um, they're out of here in Charlotte, North Carolina. And I was brought in, uh, Urban Movement had a, did a corporate wellness contract with them. They built a gorgeous on-site fitness facility. And we ran our flex class out of that fitness facility. But I went in there and I met with the owner and they, they brought me on campus and everybody fucking, you know, uh, oh, the, the guy who owns the gym is coming. They're going to be doing the classes. They were super friendly. All that he had already like, he was going to be paying me, right? It's not like he had to earn my business. He was going to be paying me to do this thing with Urban Movement. But as we walked through and we were talking about his the facility layout and what he could do with it and what it should look like and, and what would make it the best possible thing for his employees. Because he knows in the world of IT recruitment, everyone's kind of going the way of Google. Like all these offices are fucking, you know, incredible and big campuses and fucking foosball and fucking beer on tap and cold brew on tap. They're just really cool. You know, if you've ever been to like uh, Google and how insane those offices are, that's kind of what we're talking about. But he's got to compete with that. So he built out a fucking million dollar gym on his fucking campus. And it was so interesting to hear him talk about all he cared about was being able to, you know, really work uh, to show potential employees that this would be the best place for you, making them want to be there. And that's truly, especially in the micro gym scene, guys, I know you have limited resources. I know you can't offer people um, really high salaries right off the bat and things like that. But it's, it's one of these things that ultimately... You have got to realize when you're wanting somebody, you've got to ask yourself first question, well, who the fuck would want me? What am I doing to make this position attractive to someone? And, and that's ultimately where it starts. You want to hire somebody, you need to put yourself in the mindset, okay, who am I able to attract with this position? If you tell me you're able to offer a subpar compensation plan, then you're not going to get a six-year you know, industry experienced, certified individual who is mature enough in their mid thirties. They may have a wife or a husband and kids that have real expenses. You're probably not going to get them, right? If you have subpar compensation, you're probably going to get out of college who needs solid time of training and development. And by the way, sidebar on this, always, always fucking pay your people for training and development. Internships are different. Internships mean they don't have any um, anything to give you. You are giving to them in the form of education, like practical in-person education. But when you hire somebody and you're like, okay, we're, okay, you're hired and we're gonna spend you know, three weeks onboarding you, whatever, that you should be paying that person for that. Um, some of you guys came from corporate America, but you wouldn't know it because you completely forget this shit. Like, these are some of the things from corporate America I really like. 
I don't like having an employee like, oh yeah, no, you're we're gonna hire you, but I need you to take classes for three weeks so you understand how we do things. Dude, are you hiring me or not? I've got fucking bills to pay, right? Um, all right, here, I'm at my site now, so this podcast is getting cut a little shorter than I wanted to, but you get the gist. Uh, I'll do another hiring podcast here at some point, but uh, if you guys have any questions on this, please do not hesitate to reach out, holler at your boy, and until I talk to you in the next podcast, have a great fucking day.